Why not let the folks themselves ask for something that they like to hear? We are knee deep in a pool of stagnation. Ah, no, no, wait a minute, friends. You don't want to hear that, do you? Yeah. Yeah. yeah! Hi, guys, my name is Stephen Smith, and this is Objectively Incorrect, One Extra. The reason why I think um, politicians, and it might not be always, and, and this, this is a counterpoint, it's not always sinister, but whenever you have to have public representation or public transparency, some people feel that that slows up the, the decision-making process. No, I don't agree, but I'm saying I could see what they're saying. Like, suppose, let me give you an example. Suppose you are the prime minister. Mm-hmm. You run a campaign that's, that's incredibly open, incredibly transparent. Mm-hmm. Public has the ability to veto some of your decisions if, it's, if, it's enough, if, mm-hmm. if they have enough backing, 500 signatures, whatever the case is. Mm-hmm. They could veto some of your decisions, reverse some of your decisions. Now, convincing the public of a long-term plan is incredibly difficult mm-hmm. because long-term plans don't usually have markers that that have like signs of progress sometimes. Sometimes a long-term plan, <laughs> sorry to say, sometimes a long-term plan has certain mechanisms in it uh-huh. that might not generally look great. They might not look like progress. Okay, right? that's what you're saying. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm yeah. not saying that it can't they're not, have... They're not, they're not flashy. Yeah, they're not flashy. They're okay. very not flashy. And also, mm-hmm. long-term plans might proceed further along than a, a politician's term. Mm-hmm. In, a long, in a lot of the cases... They should. They should, mm-hmm. right? Now, there's a problem. We have an inherent problem here. Mm-hmm. What I'm doing isn't flashy. What I'm doing is going to take an incredible... Or what? Sorry, you were the prime minister. Mm-hmm. What you're doing isn't flashy. Mm-hmm. What you're doing is very long-term. It's incredibly mm-hmm. difficult to convince people of a long-term plan. Mm-hmm. Now, if you had that transparency and you were doing things in the long-term or you're trying to do long-term things, mm-hmm. you could see where the problem might be that the public is like, you raise taxes, we don't want taxes, take the taxes down. Your long-term plan goes to, to complete hell. It's not it's null and void, no. I think that's a problem with how you go about setting your plan. Of course, but I'm just saying it's not that the plan can't be sold. It's mm-hmm. just way more difficult if it's not just, you're not just dealing with your cabinet anymore. You're not just dealing with those mm-hmm. 11 people or 13 people or whatever the case, how much ever mm-hmm. exists because of your majority. Um, uh-huh. You're not just convincing those um, representatives. Mm-hmm. You're now trying to convince an entire nation of different hopes, different dreams, different ambitions. You're mm-hmm. trying to convince an entire nation not to stop this plan. Again, I'm, I'm not talking about somebody who is corrupting. I'm talking about somebody who is genuinely open trying, open and transparent, mm-hmm. and genuinely trying to move the country to the next level. Mm-hmm. So it's not impossible, but it's difficult. It's more difficult. So I could see where so some we, people would say it's, it's so more it's difficult. better to hide and do it than... Of course not. I, I no, never I said... Mean, as in, it's more um, convenient to hide and do it's, it. It's way more convenient. You have less, you have I, less restrictions, less I think, um, I think, roadblocks. I think... I would consider the fact that you as an individual, whether you're prime minister or otherwise, you don't have all the answers to everything. Mm-hmm. If you put out there that we're considering X, Y, Z, then past persons can come forward and say, hey, I had a similar idea. This is what I was thinking, mm-hmm. right? And they're volunteering their, their idea. I saw just before they fixed up the, um, the terminal down, downtown. Yeah, the, the east. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. The um, the ferry Baker terminal. I actually saw a plan by someone, by one of the students. Oh, you mean the ferry one. terminal, the one down in mm-hmm. in Mid Basti? Okay, the one down yeah. at the port. Mm. I saw a uh, a plan by one of our students in Taiwan who is studying. I think it's construction architecture. I'm not sure mm-hmm. exactly what he's studying, but he's studying something to do with construction. Mm-hmm. And he put for, he had a plan, nice website with these plans and so on. And he was redesigning that same ferry terminal mm-hmm. to take into account the um the guts. Uh-huh. to take into account traffic, 
take into account the um the bus the buses, terminal yeah, that's the right movement. next to it. So he incorporated all that, and it was from the argument he presented mm-hmm. is compared to the the argument presented, which is non-existent for what is there now. Yeah, I would more support what he presented. Yeah, because of how he he presented it. Of course, right? it convinced you that this would this would right. be better. Mm-hmm. And he not only fixed up the ferry terminal, but that entire area. Wow. So you had the, a bus terminal, just how you have um, up where Public Works was now, mm-hmm. up where Public Works was. Um, so he took all of that into consideration, as well as the architecture that's predominant in Bastia, mm-hmm. in terms of how he designed it. Of course. And the environmental challenges that are in that area, right, to avoid the backing up of the water that happens whenever there's a Whenever there's, a, yeah, heavy rain, yeah. So I think... But did they take did they take his plan into consideration? I, no, it wasn't like a proposal or anything. It was okay. just to a, you. a school project. Of course. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what I was saying. We have ideas. As a people, we have ideas, individuals. Sometimes mm-hmm. you share ideas with persons and you realize, oh, we were thinking along the same, same lines. lines or trying to solve the same problem. True. For example, a friend of mine posted on Facebook recently that she thinks we should have a train system in in. In Saint Kitts, a train system, yeah, uh, a passenger me, train system. Let me let me let me hear this one, because I thought about something similar. The other, let me hear. Let me and hear. I was like, wow, I've been thinking about how that would work in terms of public transport mm-hmm. for the past couple of months, and I shared my ideas with her and the challenges we would face and how we probably overcome them. Mm-hmm. Um, one one issue we would face is that not everybody will be able to use the train system. Of course, it will probably only serve the the communities on the northern side of the island because mm-hmm. that's where the active trail line is now. Yeah. Right? And it would only serve some of those communities. Some of them, yeah. Because so, the train, how the train system is late. Right. So the, the train tracks pass to Keys. Mm-hmm. They don't pass to Kayon. No. Right? They mm-hmm. don't pass to Molyneux. Nope. Or Otley's are large. But once you get around to places like Mansion, Saddler's, mm-hmm. St. Paul's, It gets close again. It runs, runs right, right the community, mm-hmm. right? So if you look at a place like Saddlers, you have to... It dissects Saddlers, basically. Yeah, it does. And when we were, we were having a camp at Saddlers over the summer, and each time I passed there, I was like, there's a flat piece of land mm-hmm. right next to the, 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 the station, just below the high school. Yeah. And I'm thinking this would be a perfect place for a train station, right? Mm-hmm. If we were to pursue that thing. There will be sometimes where we don't have enough land for two trains to run alongside. One will have to go above the other. So, that's infrastructure, that's right. cars. I, I, I thought about it the other day, and I think what, what, I kept, what kept hitting me as a barrier was not, you guys went way further. Like, you guys mm-hmm. talked about, like, the access, the access problem. Uh-huh. But my thoughts was, like, why? Like, it's a, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it sounds like a grand idea, but why would we do this? Because mm-hmm. the cost, the inherent cost of infrastructure mm-hmm. and upkeep would be, would in be? my opinion, mm-hmm. like... It would be a cost. It would... Yeah. It would be a cost savings because then you, you you save on the cost of transporting people back and forth via buses which burn gas using um well there will be the cost of Dif- ha- not of having course. not having to bring in that much oil and gas and so on. Yeah, that but that's only one cost it saves. Like v- buses are still convenient, buses still they still run, buses offer people the the opportunity to be entrepreneurs. Like I'm saying like Yes, it sounds like a great idea. Uh-huh. And of course, this, by all means, I'm not saying it's a bad mm-hmm. idea. You crunch the numbers and you see mm-hmm. where the savings are. But it's just, I could see it. 
it's like somebody saying, why don't we have a bridge from St. Kitts to Nevis? You know, like, mm-hmm. why don't we build a bridge that connects the two, the, the federation together? Mm-hmm. And I'm here thinking in my mind, wait, how much billions of dollars we're going to take to build a bridge, oh. which is completely unessential. It's a non-essential thing. It's just a cool idea. Yeah. Now, you could look at it and say, oh, well, you know, now we'll have travel that, 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 you know, everybody, it could be more convenient. But to spend all of that money on convenience where there's so many other things to do, I just don't see it being the priority. No, I don't, I, I, I would just throw that idea out the window that there are so many other things to do. The government, uh, the government has like $800 million in savings from the multiple services that the last government was running, the multiple services that this government is running. Mm-hmm. You have so much money in savings that you can use to actually invest in things. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't see it as a matter, I, you always prioritize what you have. Of course. But of I don't course. I don't see certain infrastructural projects falling off the list of priorities. That's the thing. I again it, it, it for me it's always it's always been this is a great idea. Mm. Um from what I could see from where I'm standing, mm. it's not like an idea that needs to happen right now. Mm. It's not like like developing a train station, that would be cool. How, in terms of an impact assessment, how much people will this impact on a positive level? Um, in terms of a holistic thing, how much, how will it impact? Of course, I could see what you're saying in terms of saving gasoline. Mm-hmm. You know, we have a, a standardized rail system uh-huh. that, that, that travels at specific times. It, it could, right. could bring us, make us a lot more economically viable in terms of even just people getting to work. And, when they need to get to work. Culture, if you miss the train, you miss work. Of that course. you're going to try and be early to Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And that's that's a cultural benefit. I could see mm-hmm. a lot of benefits that way. But the overall impact in terms of it just needs to be assessed. I'm not really out anything. I'm mm-hmm. just saying in terms of the time frame, like I think time frame is also incredibly important when, it, mm-hmm. when we're dealing with any project. Like, mm-hmm. when are we going to do this? And will it be cost effective to do this? As long as you crunch your numbers, which I sometimes, I'm sorry, I'm going to criticize some people and say, I don't think there are any numbers crunched. It's purely from a social, not even economic, just a social, a social level. Uh-huh. Um, we're going to do this because it looks great. All right? On paper, this is going to get us divorced that we need to go to another term. Well, in terms of, in terms of um, cost, you could always eliminate a lot of your costs by, um, through your scheduling. You could have a train that runs from Bastia down to Sandy Point and back. So you don't have to build another train line. You already have the infrastructure in place. You have a train line running from Bastia to Sandy Point mm-hmm. on the northern side of the country. You probably just need to run a train line from where the, the train termi- terminal is now mm-hmm. to, I would, I would suggest, Victoria Road. But then if it's only running back and forth, so it's one train line running back and forth, then you mm-hmm. still need the supplement of buses. No, you don't. To do what? I mean, so, so so you're saying that if if somebody misses the train, that's it? Yeah, wait till the train comes back. No man, you can't do that. Yeah, that's I don't I don't agree. Like I think there still there still needs to be supplemental transportation. I went to New York the other day and they what? have an amazing yeah. What do you mean for what? The train is good. For, you do you know how much time it would take a train to go from Bastia to Sandy Point and back? Well, right now it takes this train about four hours. The the that is a, that's really. a touring train. Yeah, it is. It is. It is. It's a slow train. I don't know. I don't know if it's right. I'm not going to rule it out, but I'm just saying. <laughs> like, from where yeah. I'm standing, uh-huh. it's not going to rule out the buses. It's just, it, it could it could supplement transport and make it cheaper, mm-hmm. but I also could see it facing some serious resistance because if I'm driving a bus and you're going to take food out memo by creating this train station. Or you could retrain and become part of the person's Yeah, but then how much people would you need to run this train? To like, run and maintain the train? Run and maintain the train. 
I don't know. I don't know how much people. Yeah, I'm not suggesting. That, I'm not suggesting that all the bus drivers who would be affected of course. go and retrain. To That's what I'm saying. But, but like, you 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 need to recognize that you can't stick up in the same career. You can't complain that oh, because I have this job, you mm-hmm. can't advance because that will put me out of pocket. What you need to then do is recognize oh, things are changing. Let me adjust so that I'm not out of pocket. This is what's going to happen. I'm going to tell you what I feel socially is going to happen. Um, as much as I could agree with you that, hey, look, you can't stop progress. You can't stop innovation. And by all means, that is a staple. You cannot. Anytime there's innovation, mm-hmm. there's going to be some shake down, shake up of society. Mm-hmm. What I am going to tell you is that as a politician, when you do something, anything that you do is going to affect your ratings. Anything mm-hmm. is going to, and at the end of the day, you might start this project. Mm-hmm. Somebody is going to come up and say, listen, we're going to make Sink is great again. And we're going to give all of these bus drivers back the jobs that they once had so they could pay off the bus and feed the families. And that person <laughs> and that, that's, that's is going to have so much leverage. That's the dumb thing about... Um, that's the, the shackles the, that the, holds the, the hands. System. Exactly. It's the shackles that holds the hand. If we had long terms, if we had like a 15-year term, mm-hmm. by all means, I think a lot of progress is going to happen. A lot of people are going to be vexed as hell. But a lot of progress is going to happen. But mm-hmm. whenever I think, like, and I don't want to be a politician because I think it's a lot of stress. But whenever I see politicians make certain decisions, I always think, okay, they're not just thinking about how to push the country forward. Mm-hmm. They're also thinking how, how best could we maintain in post so that all the dreams that we have and could win, be realized? Win, win the next set of how could elections. we win the next election? Because that is, in order for us to fulfill some of these promises, we have to win the next election. You know, it's not a question if or of. If... We put these people out of business. Mm-hmm. What's going to happen is they're not going to vote for us. That's an entire black that could be mobilized by the opposition. Like, yeah, we could create a train system. It's not going to, it's going to take us 10 years to create this train what, system. What, what, what are the benefits that you gain from the train system? That, that's, that, the, needs to be, that needs to be assessed. Because if you, if you look at, um, you may not be familiar with having to drive from Basti or the northern side of Ireland. Mm-hmm. I would suggest here that driving along the southern side of the island is probably a lot tougher in terms of you have narrow roads, mm-hmm. you have less um, shoulders to, to ease off of. Of course. But when you have to deal with traffic backed up for miles mm-hmm. and then you bring in this train system and however you do it, it eliminates that. Then you basically have a bunch of people, persons who on the northern side of the island realize, well, wait, I just drove from town to Cairn in four minutes flat. I wasn't even speeding because there's less traffic on the road. That's true. There's, there's less, mm-hmm. you know, and of course, there are going to be benefits that most persons don't see in the individual lives, but affects the country. You save on foreign exchange because you no longer have to buy as much, you don't have to buy as much many vehicles. Mm-hmm. You don't have to buy as many, uh, buy purchase as much, as much gas. True. Which is another reason why I think we should really look into putting up trying to sunset or importation of internal combustion vehicles mm-hmm. and switching over to electrical vehicles. True. So if you're not buying an electrical vehicle... You're not getting any concessions. So over time, you go from, okay, 10% of what we bring in has to be, 25% of what we bring in has to be, 35, 50% 50, of what we bring in has 75, to be, 80, till eventually... You eradicate completely. There's no more gasoline engines. Again, You're not bringing them with, in anymore. with all of these effects, and and I love I love that system. I think I would want to see a world like that. Mm. Um, and I think the, the 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 opposition to that 
would only be that people are scared of losing their livelihood. Like, and that's the one thing you have to convince them of, and it's a hard sell. Uh-huh. Like telling somebody they're going to go from making, you know, $50,000 a month because you're in a gas station to um, $1,000 a month because nobody's really driving the cars that used to support the gas anymore <sighs> is a hard sell. And I'm not saying it's an impossible sell. I understand you. Know, it, but it's, it's a hard sell when, because it's, uh-huh. it's it, again, it's just going from telling the busman that, hey, look, mm. you could, I, I'm going to give you incentives. You could buy a bus. Um, mm. You could get it from Development Bank and you could run this bus as much as you want. You have freedom. You could run it whenever. You could make as much money as you, you, you as much as money as you're willing to make. Okay. Two, we're going to have a train system that's going to put half of you out of a job and make you relocate to another sort of business or because, another. It's like you're, 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 you're creating innovation, but you're also, you're also taking away. Yeah. So you. What, not in what, equal measure, maybe. Or maybe what, it what is. Would, what would basically be happening is that you're switching from short-term thinking to long-term thinking. Yes, exactly. Because when you... When, exactly. When, when, when I realized that somebody wanted to build a gas station in, in Connery and somebody built a gas station in Cairn, I'm like, you really think that person's going to be buying gas-powered vehicles in 20 years' time? Because I don't think you're building a business like you're opening a shop. You're probably going to make back your money by the end of the year mm-hmm. and be running profit. That's not But if you're a gas station, yeah. you've invested possibly hundreds of thousands or millions of dollars into your business True. that you're trying to make back, you're not going to make that back in five to ten years. No, you're not. You're so looking if, at the long haul. So you now have to be looking at, and I'm going to give you an example from the 1800s, from another country. You have to be looking at, will a gas station be viable in 20 years' time? Mm. Will my business be viable over this? This period. You had... You had trains crisscrossing the continental U.S. back in the 1800s. Mm-hmm. And then somebody, they said, uh, invented plane and then commercial air flight happened. Mm-hmm. And you realize that the companies that own the trains are not the ones that own the planes. Exactly. And that's because the persons who, the companies that own, that own the trains didn't recognize that they were not in the business of running trains. They were in the business of moving people from point A to point B. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Right? So. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't think that I should be thinking, boy, this person made a bad business decision. And if I in, in, implement this long-term good, mm-hmm. it will negatively affect them. So let me not do it. I mm-hmm. think that would be bad. <laughs> yeah, and again, I agree. I think what you need to do is just do the impact assessment. Mm-hmm. See how much benefit versus the cons. And by all means, I'm sorry to say it like this, if it is that it's more beneficial to build a train system and have that, that even if it's a, well, I don't, I think we want a table to high for somewhere. But if it's if it's more cost effective and it, it, it improves the lives of, of more people than it destroys, then I said just go ahead and just do it. Mm. All right. But I do think that small island economics are sort of different to bigger nations. It's it's different because you have less people to market to. You have less people who, even though you're making us the same investment or similar investment in terms of technology, mm-hmm. you're not, you don't have the payback or you don't have the people to breed the returns that you would have by running a train. So, for example, if you're running a train all day and it's going to rack up 100 miles, mm-hmm. like in America, that, that 100 miles might see 100,000 people, mm-hmm. all right? 
in St. Kitts, the 100 miles might only see 300 people. Mm. You know, like the cost assessment is that we have to run this train 100 miles a day. So we don't have, we don't benefit from economies of scale. Exactly. We don't, we don't benefit from the economies of scale. And because we don't, then the services usually become much more expensive. Right. Which is where I think um, advances in technology come into play. Of course. To level that playing field. Exactly. To make it cheaper to run something for... 100,000 miles and only pay like the minimal amount, like mm-hmm. pay like as if it was three miles. Mm-hmm. And that technology is coming by all means. I, I think we, we gain the very, very, very quickly in real lifetime. I think mm-hmm. we're going to be able to see. No, let me, let me not say that. That's I very think um, if you look at how, if we look at how every aspect of the train system, how do we power the train? We have to power it. Don't be using no gas powered train. Of course not. Uh-huh. Has electricity. Right? Mm-hmm. And the fortunate thing is that we live. In the tropics, of course, yes, we can't shine, shine it in your face. Yeah, all year solar power. Yeah, and and other types of power like it's wind, yeah, wind solar, power. wave. There's mm. wave power now. I mean, these investments are at this point they're becoming more and more affordable. But mm. I think they need to come down still a little bit more. You know what I mean? Like I think and the furtherance of actually maximizing some of these technologies. And again, don't get me wrong, I'm not being trying to be negative or anything mm. because I think it's. It's it's happening right under our noses. It's not like a static slowly. thing, and sometimes it's not even slowly. Uh-huh. Sometimes it's like this breakthrough happens in solar technology. We we perfected the solar cell. We're uh-huh. able to make it cheaper, and we're able to make it more efficient. Oh, I was more thinking about the the actual application of the technology to our local context. Okay, well that too. But I'm talking about the actual. I was talking about the actual the technology science, itself. The science behind it. The science, yeah, the science behind it. The actual development of the technology mm-hmm. and because of if they, they get better they get more efficient then it's going to correlate directly with how we implement it in mm-hmm. context in our in our own our own countries which mm-hmm. we don't have the massive amounts of money but maybe the technology gets cheap enough that we could implement it and it become it becomes as effective and as efficient mm-hmm. as anything that we've ever seen you know what i mean um, I don't know. It, 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 it does take a lot of long-term thinking. And again, I do feel like, I do feel like, I, no, I, and I'm being serious. Like mm-hmm. when it comes to dealing with mass amounts of people, mm-hmm. you must understand that like everybody has a perception that has a timeline. Some people right. only think of how am I going to eat today? Uh-uh. Some people think of, how am I going to feed my children in 20 years? That's Other true. people think of, in 100 years, think it's supposed to be the top nation in Taiwan. Everybody has a different, a different expansion of perception and a different mm-hmm. perspective. Mm-hmm. Whenever you have a mass amount of people, the simpler it is, the simpler an idea is, the easier it is to catch on. The lowest denominator. The, exactly. Mm-hmm. Once the lowest common denominator could understand, mm-hmm. then it, sometimes the ideology trickles upwards. It might not trickle all the way to the top, but God forbid... It will trickle to the ma- to the masses because right. it's simple. Which is where I think we need to raise the level of thinking among the mass of our people, and that that is something that we need to do as well. Mm-hmm. But even 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 in the process of doing that, will mm-hmm. take some amount of mass convic- convincing. You know, maybe you might be the guy that comes around and says, "Hey, look, some of you are 80 years old. We need to raise your education level." Or some of you are let's say 80, because 80 you're probably on your way. On your way to the great beyond, but like to 50, 45. Some mm-hmm. of you have great ideas, but we need you to be as skilled and we need you to have that kind of forward mind that mm-hmm. everybody has. We need to all be playing on the same mental field. Mm-hmm. Or if not, then we wait for 30 years for them to go and then we. <laughs> and, and I wouldn't like for you to end up that way. I would want for you to end up that 
we could save some of them or maybe even save the majority of us. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? But again, it just takes a lot.